Hi friend, my name is Danielle Holleran and I'm the host of the Detail Diary podcast. I'm a self-made online business owner who loves sharing the behind the scenes of my business and inspiring others to follow their dreams. You can find me most days chasing my dog around, relaxing with my husband, and wearing basically anything Dusty Rose and Pearls. Think of this as your space to come to feel motivated and inspired to take on your biggest dreams while also just chatting with your best friend. Cozy up for some girl time and get ready to feel uplifted and inspired. Hello and welcome to the Detail Diary podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Holleran, and today we are going to be chatting through some tips and tricks to help you in your business to start receiving consistent orders. I received a request in for this topic, and I think that this is a pretty interesting topic to chat about, and it's something that is extremely important when it comes to owning a small business, but I don't see many small business owners talking about this subject at all. And there's definitely a lot that goes into it. And I know it can be so intimidating, especially when you're thinking about maybe taking your business full time or bringing your business to the next level. This is one of those unknowns that can play a really big factor. Now, I wish that there was a one size fits all solution (laughs) For this and a perfect formula that I could spell out and tell you exactly what every single person listening needs to do to start receiving consistent orders. I wish that it was that simple, but I do have lots of tips and tricks and things that I've experienced and picked up on over the years that have definitely helped attribute to this in my business. Now, I will say one main factor in this (laughs) is time and experience. And I know you probably don't want to hear that on the other end because everyone wants a quick fix solution for making their business better, growing their business, and pushing their business to the next level. Believe me, I'm right there with you. But unfortunately, a lot of times when it comes to consistency, a lot of that is going to have to do with the way that you run your business, the different products that you offer, and just the routines that you begin to get into and get better at in your business as you gain more experience. It's kind of impossible to start off a business fresh from the ground up, small handmade business, and expect consistent orders every single month. Because at that point, when you're just starting 95% of the time, you're testing the waters. I've talked about this before on other podcast episodes. You don't know your niche yet as you probably shouldn't. It's good to test out all different areas of your business, all different areas of your craft and kind of see what sticks see what resonates with your audience, what resonates with you and your passion, and what you're passionate about moving forward in your business. So if you're feeling discouraged at the beginning stages of your small business because you aren't getting consistent orders, it's okay because that is really part of the process of shaping your business into the different areas that it needs to be in, if that makes any sense. So for instance, when I first started my business, I was not getting consistent orders at all. Like they were 
very, very inconsistent. I was just on Etsy. I was selling mainly acrylic wedding signs mixed in with a few other different things and the orders would just ebb and flow. Now, I always recommend being on a platform like Etsy because there is external traffic driven to your shop and you are not responsible for driving 100% of the traffic to your website or your shop, which especially starting off is always a plus because you're going to gain more exposure on a platform like Etsy starting off a small business than you would if you were solely the only person responsible for driving traffic to your website. Now, after a little bit into your small business, if you're really feeling lost, like, all right, I'm offering all of these different products. Yes, I'm getting orders here and there, but nothing's really sticking. Like, I don't know my path, anything along those lines. First, I want you to know that that that's normal. Like I remember feeling so stressed out at the beginning of my business and overwhelmed because you're following all of these businesses on social media and everyone seems like they're doing great and everyone seems like they're so successful. And all of these businesses that you follow have like a trajectory of their business plan and their brand and everything just seems so aligned and put together. And then you look at your business and you're like, I feel like I'm floundering. Like I I feel like I don't have alignment in anything I'm doing. I My orders are all over the place. Like, how do I get my business to that level of consistency and brand alignment and everything like that? Like, I know exactly how you're feeling because I used to get so incredibly stressed out about like finding my path and finding what worked for me and what my business was going to be centered around and this, that, and the other thing. So you're not alone in those feelings at all. And I know that they can be so stressful and overwhelming. One thing I want you to tell yourself is don't try to rush this process of defining your business and consistency. Every single business that you follow that has years of experience and has been doing this for a while, I'm sure went through that period of time as well. That's how businesses grow and develop into what they are now. So if you are comparing yourself to other businesses that you see online that are super consistent and all of the things that you're telling yourself, just know that they were once in your position. And as I mentioned earlier this episode, a lot of times it's just time that really pushes you into these different directions. So with all of that being said, let's try to talk through now some of the different areas that I do want you to focus on in your business when you're going through this transitional time of getting your feet off the ground, defining your image and your brand, and trying to build consistency within your business. Now, first and foremost is to take a look at the different products and offerings that you're selling. As I mentioned, a lot of times when you get started, there's going to be a lot of different things that you're offering, which is awesome, and I highly recommend that to test out the waters. But don't get discouraged when things don't sell or things don't stick. I remember my first home collection that I launched. As I mentioned, when I started my business, it was mainly all wedding signs, mainly all acrylic because I lived in an apartment. I didn't have access to like cutting wood and staining and I didn't have a garage or anything like that. So about six 
plus months into my business, I was so excited to launch a home collection. And I had all of these different home products and like small wooden signs and things like that. And I really thought this was the direction I wanted to take my business. Like I want to get into the home market and everything like that. And I launched my home collection and it didn't do well, (laughs) like at all. I think I may have had like two orders from it. If that, like I honestly can't even remember. But I remember feeling so discouraged because I was like, what the heck? Like, this is the path I want to go down. Like, I really want to do home signs, but I just launched this home collection and nothing sold. Then try again. I decided to launch an entire like bridesmaid collection with bridesmaid gifts and this and that and all different little like knickknacks. Again, to try to branch off into another area, tried to launch that crickets. So I began getting so frustrated because... It's like, all right, I'm trying all these new things. Yeah, I'm getting like a couple sales here and there, but I really want something to kickstart my business and get my feet off the ground with this and build some consistency, build up my brand image, create a space for myself in these markets that I want to be in, like the home market and everything like that. And I was just scraping the bottom of the barrel thinking like, okay, what do I do now? Like, do I launch another collection? Because it's a lot of work to continually launch all of these new ideas just for them to fail. And I just don't know where I'm going. So what ended up happening was I just continued to kind of come up with different products and launches as they came about organically. So this isn't me saying like, don't launch new products and collections that you may want to because that's the whole point of owning your business. I want you to make and sell what makes you happy and what you want to make. But at the same time, I think it is very important to listen to your customers and what they may be wanting. So when I started branching off into new products, a lot of times these new products were suggestions from previous customers or potential customers reaching out to me. Hey, would you be able to make this? I just ordered this sign for my wedding. Would you be able to make something like this? And a lot of these suggestions turned into products on my website that ended up doing very, very well for my business. So first and foremost, I would say listen to the people around you in your ideal audience. What are they shopping for right now? What are they looking for? Are there any things that complement what you're already selling? So for instance, as I mentioned, I started off selling mostly wedding signs. So one thing that really complemented my wedding signs were my wedding jackets that I started selling. Now they weren't signs. It wasn't like a welcome sign and table numbers. It was something completely different, but still in the same realm of weddings. So, so many of my previous customers would now be able to purchase something again from my shop because it also applied to them. My jackets ended up doing very, very well for my shop and my business and they became a focal product in my business as I started to expand. Now, same kind of thing that I have now. While I still do a good amount of wedding signs, I have broken into the home market and I do have a lot of home pieces that I do. So 
a lot of the pieces that I noticed do very well in my business along with my home signs are additional home pieces that I know my home market and my home audience will also like. So if you're kind of wandering around in your business, like pulling from the air, trying to come up with new product ideas that you're hoping will take off, take a look at what has done well already in your business, what sales, even if you don't have a ton of sales, see what's selling. Go on Etsy, see what listings are most popular and think to yourself, okay, what else would these customers like? If it's in the wedding realm, is there anything else that you can make with the resources that you have that this customer would also like to buy and so on? So that's my biggest tip for just trying to find a path when it comes to new product launches. Because even now, I feel like there's so much to choose from. Like there's so much that we can do that it's almost hard to kind of pick a path. Like there's still stuff that I want to launch and come out with and I have to talk myself down and think like, okay, in reality though, like will this be successful? And there's some things that I would love to do in my business that maybe I'll do one day, but I know right now it just wouldn't be the smartest decision given my current audience that it probably wouldn't be that successful. So that is my first tip for trying to build up your product line in one industry. And you can do this in a couple different industries within your business. I'm not saying the key to consistent orders is niching down into just one sole industry and you need to figure that out right now because I'm so totally against that. I'm in different industries. I'm in the wedding industry. I'm in the home industry. I'm in the small business education industry. I am niched down, but in lots of different areas. So that is my first tip. Now you're probably thinking, okay, what if I already did that? I already have the products that I'm selling. I'm looking for more consistent. So my biggest tip when it comes to this is to really put your business on a schedule. And I know that this can be very scary, especially if you're limiting your orders because it can be extremely scary to not be open all the time. But my consistency in my business and my orders really picked up when I limited my custom orders to only being open half the month. And there's pros and cons with this completely. And I have other ideas too. So I'm not saying you can only be open for orders like one week out of the month. But what I am saying is to determine some type of schedule so that your audience has something to look forward to and to count down to and creates some type of urgency around your products. So for me, this kind of happened organically because a lot of the products that I began offering, I couldn't manage my workload the way they were coming in organically. Like some weeks I would have a lot of orders and then other weeks I wouldn't. And then some weeks I would just have too much and not be able to meet my processing time and things like that. So I knew I needed on the back end to implement a type of system to keep me organized and on top of my orders. And I didn't really know at the time that this would also in turn help create some consistency in my business when it comes to orders. Now, this originally started with my jackets. As I was mentioning, the jackets were a really big 
big success for my business and my market in the wedding industry. So instead of having these available all the time on my website, I needed to do different like launches and restocks with the jackets just because I was I was sourcing the jackets from a different supplier. So for me, I couldn't really always have them in stock because they weren't always in stock. So I needed to do them more so in batches and launches. And I found that this worked really, really well because I could promote the launch up until whatever the launch date was. I could talk about the restock if anyone were to reach out about a jacket order. I had all the information to give them like, yes, I do offer jackets. They launch this day every month or the next launch day is XYZ and have a more organized approach to launching a product. Now, this was unique for me because I was used to just launching products and then having them sit on my website indefinitely. And then whenever I found I was in a rut, I would just launch new products and then have those products and then launch new products. And then the cycle kind of keeps going and going. Instead of having consistent products on my website that I would continually launch throughout the year, which I know is kind of like a backwards approach. But when you think about it, it does make a lot of sense if you have something that does very well on your website and you're trying to build just some consistency around it. Why not create a schedule of availability and urgency around those launches? Now, I'm not saying do this with absolutely every product on your website because I think customers would get confused. Like, why is nothing in stock? When does this launch? When does that launch? Like, you kind of have to pick and choose. But try this out with one of your main products and just see how it goes. What I like in this instance is that nothing's permanent. So let's say you create candles and you have like a super, super popular scent that just is your most popular. I like to try to use examples that aren't just a sign related because I know everyone listening doesn't all have a sign business. <laughs> so let's say you decide to only offer these types of candles certain days out of the month or you have certain times when you're restocking. Do it for a couple months and see if there is any consistency built with those orders. Now, if it's still kind of willy-nilly like it was before, then you can just go back to always having them available. It's not a permanent solution. But if you do find after two months, all right, the times that I am open for these candles, I noticed that people are like really flocking to them and I'm getting a bunch of orders during the time that I'm open, then that's great. Now moving forward into the next months, you can kind of start to forecast based on previous months how many orders you think you will get in and start to build that consistency up of, okay, when I'm open during this time for these specific candles, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to get between this many and this many orders. And it just helps you start to build that consistency around your business and orders and just more of a schedule than never knowing or anticipating how many orders you're ever going to have coming in and things like that. Now, another tip I have, which is similar to determining a schedule, is setting up consistent launches. Now, this is a little different from determining a schedule in your business because when I'm talking about determining a schedule like we just chatted about, I'm more so speaking to the week-to-week, month-to-month. You're just 
typical restocks or products that you normally sell, kind of honing in on the dates of when those are available and things like that. Now, when it comes to consistency in your launches, I'm talking more about building a schedule that customers can predict when it comes to new launches in your business. So what I mean by this is, for instance, in my business, I do seasonal launches. So every single season or like new seasonal decor time of year, so to speak, I have a new launch. And these are launches of brand new products. So not necessarily a scheduled out system of products that I always offer, but launches of new products I'm offering in my business. So I always do a fall launch, a winter launch, Valentine's Day launch, spring launch, summer launch, and things like that. Same thing goes for my pop-up shops. I do them seasonally. I think Seasons are a really good marker to use if you are in the home decor industry. Now, if you are in the wedding industry, you can have different launches like this surrounding different milestones in the wedding industry. So maybe you do a big launch before wedding season. Then maybe you have a big launch before bachelorette season, bridal shower season, and things like that. So that As your customers are following along, they become accustomed to when they can expect new products from you. Because if you're just launching new collections or new products willy-nilly here and there, and the customer isn't anticipating a new collection from you or a new product from you, they may not be in the position to buy. They may not be fully prepared and anticipating that new collection if it's just dropped on a random Tuesday and there's no kind of rhyme or reason to new products being offered. Now again, this is just something that's going to come in time. As I mentioned, when I first started, I was dropping new products like left and right. I feel like every single week I was adding a new listing to my Etsy and trying this out and trying that out and that's what I want you to do. I want you to try out new products. But again, if we're talking about consistency and building up consistent orders, I've found that doing consistent launches is extremely, extremely helpful when it comes to consistency. Every single season, I know when my seasonal launches are going to occur. Again, I can kind of forecast and predict now how many orders I can anticipate from these seasonal launches and so on. Now, the last tip that I have is to see if you can team up with any other small business owners to collaborate on a project together. And this is definitely something I would recommend for those of you who are still getting started, still kind of finding your path in business and trying to build up a routine and schedule for yourself. I think it's wonderful that we have opportunities to collaborate with fellow small business owners just through social media. Now, this can be something as simple as a giveaway collaboration all the way to a product collaboration. I've collaborated on different actual products with other small business owners. Let's say, for instance, you are a lettering artist and you want to collaborate with someone who makes candles. I'm not thinking of the best examples to But let's say you design a label for a new scented seasonal 
candle. The both of you could come together to create this product, cross promote it on both of your platforms and be able to reach a wider audience and also offer something a little bit different, maybe something a little bit more out of the realm of the normal products that you offer to reach some new customers and a new audience. I think that is a wonderful idea. Also, teaming up for giveaways I think is really, really fun and can definitely help open you up to a new audience. Now, I would say just be weary with giveaway collaborations on Instagram. I'm definitely very picky about collaborating when it comes to giveaways. Unfortunately, not everyone on Instagram who runs a small business always has the same intentions as you may have. So uh, just use your best judgment when you are teaming up with someone. Most of the people that I've teamed up with in the past are all small business owners that I'm basically like friends with. You have your small business friends that you talk with on social media all the time, things like that. So if you are going down this path, just be mindful and just ensure that the collaboration is going to be mutually beneficial for both of you when you're looking at the different areas of what's involved in the collaboration. Because there's definitely been times, especially starting off, where I've certainly been taken advantage of when it comes to a collaboration. So I put this in there, but just with a little bit of a caution and disclaimer to just make sure that if you are entering into a collaboration, just try to be the best judge of character that you can be. And it's okay to say no if you find that the collaboration isn't going to be mutually beneficial. But I still do think it is a good way to get your name out there to a larger audience and experiment with maybe some new products that you may not have originally offered. So that wraps up all of my tips. So number one, first and foremost, just take a deep breath and know that a lot of just will come with time and experience. And it will come if you keep pushing forward and moving towards your passion in your business to start to think of different products that align really well with products that have already done well in your business. And it doesn't mean these products have to have already done well consistently. I'm just talking about if you've gotten a few sales for one specific product, great. Piggyback off of that and see what else you think that customer would like or if they've suggested anything to you even better. Three, determine a schedule surrounding the products that you already offer in your business, even if it's just one product. See if you can determine a schedule around one popular product, test it out, and go from there. Four is to think about some consistent launches that you can begin offering in your business, either seasonally with like the actual seasons or seasonally around whatever industry you're in. So the wedding industry is a great one for this. There's lots of different events happening. See if you can start to create some consistent launches around those different events. And lastly, see if you can team up with any other small business owners to get your name out there to cross promote different audiences and to maybe dive into some different product offerings that you may not have thought of originally. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Today, I will be writing down in my figurative detailed diary that while consistency is definitely key when it comes to small business, it certainly does come with time. So take a little bit of pressure off yourself and know that the consistency will come with time as long as you keep working at it 
Keep your focus forward and focus on what's best for you and your own business. Thank you so much for listening. If you have not yet left a review for the podcast, I would absolutely love it if you just took a couple seconds out of your day to rate and review this podcast. It would mean so, so, so much to me. Reviews are really helpful for the reach of the podcast and who gets pushed out to and, you know, all of those backend things like that. So if you have been enjoying the podcast, I would absolutely love it if you just took like 15 seconds to scroll down and leave a review. It would absolutely make my day. But thank you so much for tuning in and I will chat with you all next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Detailed Diary podcast. Make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram at Detail Diary Podcast and introduce yourself. I'm looking forward to meeting you over there and I will see you next Wednesday for a brand new episode. Until then, have an amazing week.